Hello, guys. I know it's been a hot minute. It's been a year. That's what it feels like. But as you can see from the title, you know what we're talking about. But obviously, I got to give you a life update. Got to tell you what I'm doing. And recently, I have been going to the gym constant, constantly, consistently. I've been hanging out with my friends. I have a wonderful ass boyfriend. And it's been very good. I've had a really amazing summer and I've been reading books. Like right now I'm reading the vagina Bible by the Dr. Jen Gunter. It's really good. And it teaches me a lot about the vagina, obviously the vulva, the separation between the myths that we get told. Like last episode, I definitely think I touched base on the fact that we do not have a G spot. Women do not have a G spot. And if you did not know that I, I'm here to clarify that we do not have one. Also, the clitoris is super big, if you did not know that either. But anyways, back to the point. So this new show on Netflix just came out, and it's called How to Build a Sex Room. And the designer, the interior designer, is Melanie Rose. And she is by far one of the coolest people that I've ever seen on TV talk about sex the way she does, and the way that she, like, fluently brings it up to these couples and how their like response and their body language to her explaining or her just trying to talk about sex in a way that's intimate and open is something that I aspire to do and something that I want to do for people you know everywhere in the world because I want everybody to enjoy sex and intimacy with each other even if some people might have the need of a little push you know what I mean so what I'm going to touch base on is the amount of money that it takes to build one of these sex rooms um and I also want to touch base on sex toys because I know that I talk I've talked about sex toys but I've never talked about sex toys like in the basis of a sex room and I feel like if I had a house I would definitely have a sex room and I would make it an adventure If you've ever seen the first episode of this show, or if you haven't, I'm going to spoil it for you. So if you want to continue listening, you are going to have the first episode spoiled. Just so you know. Okay. I don't remember their names or what the couple was, but they were married, I believe, and they wanted a sex room in their basement. And of all places, that is definitely where you should have a sex room because you want it hidden and you want it to be secretive. And I think it's like a little adventure, right? If I had a basement, which I don't, if I had an attic, which I don't, because I fucking live in one of the worst states possible. I'm just kidding. I don't, but it's one of the worst states. Um, let me tell you, I don't like our governor. <laughs> But anyways, um, also basis, if we want to go back, if I were to tell you about how I feel about what happened with abortion rights and how women's rights were taken away from us, I could give you an entire whole series about that. But I want to keep that distance from this, even though it's related to sex and they're going for our contraceptives and they're going for everything. In my state, they they want to make abortion illegal ban abortion by next year july and then the protests that i've been going to for abortion rights because abortion rights are women's rights and women's rights are human rights and you know i digress 
But back to the sex rooms, because that's the most important thing right now, because I do not want to have to think about my rights being taken away and they are being taken away and Independence Day was fucked up and nobody should have celebrated it. Anyways, okay, anyways, besides that point, I know that there are many people on here that might disagree with me, but if you disagree with me, you could fuck off. So anyways, here we go. Back to the sex rooms. For me personally, because obviously I like to talk about my interests and what I particularly like, and I do know that my boyfriend has particular interests that he's li- he likes, but he definitely thinks that having a sex room is too expensive, and that is, you know, in a way, in a sense, that's true. I am not making $1 million a year so that I could buy a sex room. I do not have an interior designer like Melanie Rose. But I definitely think that I could design my bedroom in a way that's sexual and sensual. So when we are building a sex room, you want to look at how it makes you feel. You want to look at how you're not trying to look at how logical it is. You're trying to look at how sexual it is and how sensual it is. So if I were to base what my sex room would look like, and I know that it's different for each person because each person has different likes and dislikes, what are they into and their boundaries. And when you want to get a sex room or you want to make your bedroom a sex room or you want to make a room a sex room, I highly suggest trying to go out of your comfort zone and boundaries because that's what she does in this show. And I feel like it's not as taboo anymore because people do talk about these things even though they feel like, you know, uncomfortable about it. But people do want to have sex in a raunchy type of way. And I'm not saying that a sex room should be like a dungeon. It shouldn't be creepy. It shouldn't be scary looking. It should be, you know, inviting. It should be wanting you to feel sexy. And if I were to explain my sex room, because it would vary. Honestly, I think that I would like to have lots of sex rooms. I would like to have lots of places that I could play and figure out what I like. And it would be different, you know? Maybe my entire house would be sexual. You don't know. Maybe I'd have a dick popping out at the fucking stairway. Let me tell you, okay? It'd be very sexual. (laughs) So, I would start off with, and I know this sounds insane, but I would want to have... (laughs) It doesn't sound insane, but I definitely want an inversion table in my sex room. I would want to be able to be handcuffed, so I like handcuffs. I would like ropes. I would like, you know, most people don't know that ropes can make you feel sexy. You being tied up or you tying up the person that you're, your partner, say, is kind of sexy to be restrained if you think about it. Um... And I'm not trying to lure you into this, oh my god, that's insane. But if you think about it, if you really think about it, it's not that insane. If you think about flogging, which is basically like sensual touch. And I'm going to give an example because my boyfriend is obsessed with massages. He's in love with giving massages to me and he's in love with massages being given to him. And let me tell you, his skin is the softest skin I've ever felt in my entire life, but I'm also in love with him. So there's definitely a difference. If you're not in love with this person, clearly their skin isn't going to be the softest it's ever been. And if you're with a partner or with whoever and you do not feel that attraction to them, 
you definitely should not have sex with them in a sex room. Because <laughs> there are boundaries that I'm sure that they will go over and you will be fucking disgusted and will never want to have sex again. And I hope that never happens to you. But when I talk about me and my partner, that is something that I think would be very sexy. I think it'd be sexy to be able to touch him on an inversion table and do whatever I want to him and have him strapped in. And that's just me. And would I want him to do the same with me? Yes, because it goes both ways, vice versa. Let me tell you, I would do anything, absolutely anything sexual with my boyfriend if he wanted to try it. So, like anal is something that we don't talk about much. I have not talked about much on this show is anal. There's anal beads, there's butt plugs, there's stuff that go into your ass and I'm telling you it feels good but it hurts when you first do it and everything hurts at first and people are always like I always hear the stereotype that men feel like oh it's tighter that's why I like the asshole because the woman's vagina is loose let me tell you a woman's vagina is not loose is that it goes back to the exact same fucking size it was there, that's a misconception that people have, and I want to cut that right off the head. <laughs> head, get it, lol. But when you have anal penetration, okay, it takes a while before it is pleasurable. So if you're able to, you have two. So in my book that I'm reading, Vagina Bible by Jenna. Gunter, she talks about how there's two rings in your anus. So you have to clean your anus very good so that you do not fucking get anything. Like HIV, you get STDs way faster if you're fucking anally. (laughs) Just saying. That's why, you know, when the outbreak went out in the 90s, I believe, that they made an entire musical called Rent about it and how people were getting getting AIDS. Okay. It was easier for people that were gay to get it because they were fucking in the ass. And I don't know how, like, clearer I can put that, but obviously we're not fighting that risk as much as we were back then. But let me tell you, it still still happens. So you need to be clean. Y'all need to be clean, okay? This is your safe sex talk. Your safe anal talk. (laughs) But correlating that to sex rooms is if you have them there to try you know what's the worst it can be you you fucking it's painful right or you feel constricted restrained that's that's another way to restrain your body like i know this sounds so (laughs) so there's a i'm gonna have to look it up for a second because i know what it is but um i think it's Yes, a chastity belt. That stuff. Okay, I if my boyfriend ever did that, I would be in. I would. Let me tell you, that's something that I do now. Recently, is that I go, like, oh my gosh, that is like, whoa. If you wore a chastity belt, or if anybody, if I wore a chastity belt, let me tell you, because I. I know I sound so fucking weird. I'm sorry. I'm so like happy talking about this because I just love the fact there's an entire show about it. There's another show on Netflix and I recently started, but I have ADHD. So it's hard for me to like continuously watch stuff like 
is difficult for me to continuously watch stuff or else I'll get bored. And I just noticed that about myself. Like I can't even do my homework without like stopping five minutes after I started. So that's why I like jump from topic to topic. Anyways, I'm getting off topic again. For sex rooms, a chastity belt just being on the wall. Imagine I would be like turned on, you know what I mean? And I would want my lights to be like movie star lights because I'm obsessed with like the movie star, like back in the twenties or whatever in the fifties, they had like all these cool lights on one position, you know, one place. And then, you know, I would have that in, in my sex room because that's what they say. Lighting really matters. If it's dim, if it's not, if there's candles, like I want to have a bathtub in my sex room. I want it to be a huge bathtub and I want them, I want there to be flowers and I want it to be like, it smell really nice. And I just want to be able to have sex in that bathtub. Let me tell you, I want to be able to fuck my boyfriend in that bathtub. And I know that sounds, oh my God, Amanda, you sound so raunchy right now. It's not like nobody else thinks about this shit. Like if I were to be honest, I'd have mad, I'd have like, a castle in my sex room I'd have like a castle in it you know because I'd be a princess and I'd be being saved and I have that kink I'd have a I'd have a desk in there like an office desk in there I would want to be fucked on the office like you have no idea like my house would be sexual and sensual and you would come in and you'd be like overwhelmed with how much I like adore how people feel you know like how they feel sexually obviously that's not the most important thing but let me tell you the number one thing there was a survey done and there was like more than 2,000 people did this survey okay in this book and they talked about how love was not the most important aspect of being in a relationship with somebody (laughs) sexual compatibility is so If you're sexually compatible with somebody, you are going to last longer with them because you guys have a connection sexually. Obviously, sex is not everything. You have to love them somewhat, but it does not hurt. (laughs) It doesn't hurt to be sexually inclined to this person, to want to have sex with them constantly. I know for sure that when I'm not with it, I'm not in the mood, you know, but when I'm in the mood, then I'm in the mood, you know, and I want it. So I feel that like, I feel that if you had a sex room and I'm asking you this question, obviously you're, you can't answer me back. If you had a sex room, what would you want to put in it? What would you think would be the best things in it? I would have mirrors. Okay. On the wall not just the wall, but I would have it up on the ceiling. I'm such a weird person. I would have dicks on the wall. Like I would have pictures of vaginas on the wall. Like, let me tell you, my sex room would be so fucking out there that, and it would be, it would be high end. Okay. It wouldn't be ugly looking. It'd be beautiful looking. And people would be very like, whoa, whoa, you know, (laughs) I sounded like a cow right then, but I'm just saying, I, I think it's hot. I think that it's hot. I would love to like, obviously if I had a room with, with my makeup, I would definitely want to incorporate sex in that. Like there is a bakery, 
there's a bakery in, um, I can say this, I'm pretty sure. There's a bakery somewhere, and it's a vegan bakery, and it's really cool, and it's great. And they have, they had cookies that were penises, and I thought it'd be great to buy them for my boyfriend, because I was like, oh my gosh, look, there's penis cookies, oh, he's gonna love these, blah, blah, blah. Okay, and I asked him for like two days if he was eating them, and he was like, oh no, I just haven't eaten them yet. The last time I saw these cookies, let me tell you, he had eaten almost all of them and had like left one, left like one piece for me to taste. They were good and they were penises. Penis. So I like saying that word. <laughs> Vaginas. Vulva. You know what's funny? I was watching a comedian the other day and they were talking about how women don't know, a lot of women don't know their reproductive system and they don't know their autonomy and they. And it's sad because I wish that they did. And I wish that we caught taught it like, you know, the way sexual education should be. But we have physical education and then they teach you like one little segment of sex education. It goes on for like two days and they say, are you sexually active? And then they tell everybody not to be sexually active. How about you just give us the fucking information and then we choose ourselves, Okay, motherfucker, don't don't tell me what I should do with my body. Okay. Whew. I'm sorry, it just got back to the abortion rights in my head and I was like, oh my God, what the fuck? But, and I'm also like, whoa. If only we had this education given to us so that I would know and you would know. Like I constantly learn things all the time about sex because I think sex is an important aspect of being human. And the people that say that it's not, like, I'm going to call out Christian people. I'm just going to call out God, okay? Like, I had this lady come on my TikTok, just watching this TikTok, and she consistently talks about how people should wait till marriage to have sex with them. No. No. N-O. No. I know that it's a matter of opinion and it's a matter of faith and religion and all of that stuff, but sex is something that is beautiful. And although it is, it feels like people make it out to be dirty if you've had sex with somebody, literally, if you've had sex before you were married, it was bad and you were a disgrace to the church, you know, like I've seen that and I've heard that and I think it's just insane how, imagine if one of these people had a sex room, which I probably am sure of that they've done, like, of course you have a sex room, of course you have sex in the bedroom, of course you fucking violate women's rights, of co- I'm just kidding, but a lot of them do, like, if I were to go into that, let me tell you, <laughs> but back to the part where I'm talking about sex rooms, my sex room would have Disney World in it. Let me tell you. <laughs> it'd be beautiful. It'd be great. It'd be nice. I'd have turkey legs on one side and then I'd be fucking on the other side. I'd be I'd be all up in there. Okay? <laughs> it feels weirder to talk about this because I know that I have a boyfriend and I know he's very open and he's amazing. He's he's literally the best. And when I tell you that he is the best, I mean when you find somebody that like jokes of brown with you and like makes you laugh and makes you happy that's the type of person you want to invite into your sex room <laughs> if you ever have one but um I don't know if I said how much it was but really 
um, and Melanie Rose's case, because she's a designer for, you know, rooms, sex rooms in particular she does lots of designs for, is um, $35,000 to $190,000 is how much she ranges from, which is a lot of money. $35,000, not so much. I'm sure it's doable, but not doable for somebody that's broke like me. So, or we would thrift stuff. I would thrift everything you know and then make it myself because that'd be so much easier you know but again if you have a sex room I hope that you I hope that you might not even have a bed in there maybe you have a shower oh showers are beautiful maybe you have a shower maybe you have you know um maybe floggers maybe you have like handcuffs handcuffs what a restraint there handcuffs are amazing So, but do this all cautiously, you know, and definitely go out of your comfort zone if you're willing to get a sex room, because if you're not willing to go out of your comfort zone, then there's no way that it'll work. You know, I have this thing where I don't really watch porn as much as I used to when I was single. Like I barely watch it now because I have a boyfriend that gives me all my needs, but If that's something that you're into, have a fucking TV in your sex room, you know, have, but it's for you and for that, your partner to feel sensual, to be able to talk about stuff. It can literally be a talking space and, you know, you can talk anywhere, but this is like, somebody liked to put it in the show. They were like, it's like a vacation away from home, but in your home, you know, which is nice because... When you go out on vacation, you go in a room, you go to a hotel, you just want to feel like, whoa, I'm here to get down with my baby, you know? <laughs> I know I keep talking about, you know, you know, but I'm just saying. So what have we learned today? We have learned that sex rooms are expensive and we learned that Melanie Rose is the best and we learned that you should go above your boundaries sometimes. If you don't want to, which this is me talking to my people that are vanilla, there's nothing wrong with being vanilla. There's nothing wrong with it. You can definitely stay the same. But I'm glad that we're living in an era and we're living with, you know, it's 2022. I'm glad that people are no longer like weirded out about talking about it. But it's definitely something that should be talked about. Regardless, like, There are people that have sexual dysfunctions, as I stated before in my last episode, and they don't really want to talk about it with people, especially partners or future partners, because isn't that difficult to think about that, that that's a problem? Like when, when I spoke about how marriage, like sex before marriage, and people say that's not good. Imagine marrying somebody, like I read this on Reddit, imagine marrying somebody and you never had sex with them. And then the first night that you have sex with them, they have, they don't have what you are looking for and you do not get pleasured. That's now a turnoff and you're with that person for what you're supposed to be forever, you know? I put that in quotation marks. But like, imagine that happening and it has happened to people. And unfortunately, they divorce and they try to make it work. But sexual compi- sexual compatibility is just as, po- as important as being emotionally connected to that person. That's what I like to say and what I think. You're not even supposed to be with somebody for the rest of your life. It's not even, you know, I'm a very monogamous person. I want to be with somebody, just that one person, and I want them to be all about me. Right now, in my case, 
that is what I have been blessed with. You know, I don't have a boyfriend that's saying, hey, I want to be polyamorous. I want to fuck other people. If they wanted to fuck other people, then I would just break up with them. You know, like it just would not work out. (laughs) But in my case, I'm very lucky. But I'm telling you that there are relationships and people out there that do that. And it is okay as long as everybody's okay with it. You know, as long as you feel safe and secure within the relationship you have with that person and they have with that other person, then everything should work out. But if you're thinking that you shouldn't have sex before marriage because of your religion, I just don't believe in that. Like, I just don't think that that's a fair point. Like, there are people out there that say, I'm religious. It's against my religion. And they hate gay people, right? Like, they literally despise gay people. But they'll fuck people before they're married. So I'm like, so what is it? Is it against your religion or uh, I'm confused? That's what my ex-boyfriend did. So I'm just, I'm confused. Like, I don't get it. Like, so you can only use your religion card when you want to? Like, I don't get it. I'm confused. So, anyways, and it was also just Pride Month. So I'm also hyped on the fact that being gay is great. I literally drew... I drew a picture or like I painted a picture and it was all like rainbows and like flowers and shit and it says I'm gay on it and it's beautiful and I wish that I could show you guys but if you follow me on my Instagram called Filipina Vlogs F-I-L-I-P-I-N-A-V-L-O-G-Z then you will see it probably maybe I don't know but hopefully (laughs) anyways that is wrapping up sex rooms and my tangents and you know that I'm very happy and blessed to live the life that I live and I am so happy that you exist and I just hope that you are considering being good to yourself. At the end of the day, I hope everything is going well for you. I may not know who you are, but I very much appreciate you and I love you regardless of what gender, race, ethnicity, whoever you are, I am very appreciative and I love you and I'm very proud of you. And if you came out last year, or (laughs) last year, if you came out last year, if you came out this year, if you came out last month, I just want to say that I am proud of you. And I hope that whoever you came out to, whether it's yourself or to your friends or your family or to a fucking stranger, I hope you know that whatever they think doesn't matter. What only matters is what you think of you. Okay? So... The next time you want to uh, watch something on Netflix, definitely give, this isn't fucking branded, but definitely give a watch. Give it a like. <laughs> LOL, this is YouTube. Give it a thumbs up. Subscribe. I'm just kidding. Just watch How to Build a Sex Room. That'd be cool. Maybe just the first episode or maybe the second one because I feel like I ruined the first one for you. <laughs> but I appreciate you guys again and I am going to be singing tonight because I love karaoke and I'm a badass bitch so I have to get ready for that and I am a stickler for being late to everything so (laughs) I have to go but I am very happy that you exist and I hope you have a wonderful week a month whenever I talk to you again um it's been a pleasure and I hope you get pleasured (laughs) anyways I'm going to say with my last like what is the thing that I usually say when I leave? I say mahakita, which means I love you in Tagalog because I'm Filipino, obviously, and I um, fucking 
ram the shit out of the fact that I'm Filipino. Man, I want to talk about something else too, but man, it's just, uh, whatever. Imagine if you learn a different language while fucking. Oh my god. Like, if my boyfriend started saying shit in, like, Italian to me, I would die. I would die. He does mamma mia sometimes. It's fucking funny. (laughs) But he's Italian-American. Anyways, anyways, I just want to say I love you guys again. And I hope you have the best and, you know, everything's great. And I'm going to sing you a little bit. I'm going to sing you a little bit. Ready? I only want good vibes on me tonight. No negativity in my life. Good vibes. I don't know the rest of the song. But I hope you get sex, baby. Do, 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 do. And practice sex. Because... Our rights got taken. Okay, bye. I love you guys. <laughs> I'm serious. I love you.